and welcome again to the ARC Soccer Collective Podcast. I'm again your host, Curtis Adi. I got my friends Wendell and TJ and a new one, Josh Rule. Hey so, how are you guys doing? Well, you know what? We don't even got to do the pleasantries. Let's just get straight into it. Cristiano Ronaldo back in Manchester United. Wendell, <laughs> tell me how you feeling. <laughs> I, I was ready to cancel CR7 if he had gone to City. I was ready to cancel him, but he's back, and I'm happy. I'm actually happy about it. I, w- I want to see what he's going to do, what kind of heights he's going to take this team to. So yeah, I'm happy about it. I mean, I'll 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 say this: like the day with the day of the transfer was crazy. Like it started from the morning where we thought he was going to Man City, and then all of a sudden the deal just fell down. Right. And yeah. then it went straight into. Now Manchester United is in the running, and I was like, "Wait, what?" And then <laughs> I saw the whole Pogba for Ronaldo player swap plus cash, and I was like, "That might make sense." But yeah. they kept they kept Pogba, so yes. Yeah. And actually, I wouldn't have minded seeing Pogba go back to Juventus either. Like, I, I would have been okay with that too. But I am but intrigued about I'm actually, Pogba and Man U. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sproul shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, I think that the Man City thing was just like a bait. To get Manchester United in on it because they didn't want, they didn't want him going to their rival club. That's what I think. Either his, you know, agent was like, you know, we should do this, or maybe Ronaldo. Because I don't think he was ever actually planning on going. He just wanted to make a move off out of Juventus. And I thought either PSG or Manchester United would pick him up. What do you think? Chestnut checkers. You know, I I think. You know, I, I think Guardiola probably had something to do with this transfer not going through because if you look back at the history of the clubs and players he's managed, he does not do well with big personalities. I think initially the city board, who has been known for signing players even when they don't have a manager at the helm, probably did want Cristiano Ronaldo, if not for the success that they're already going to have to a certain extent. And I think with Ronaldo up front, it's pretty much a slam dunk to win the league title over Chelsea, even with everything Chelsea's done. I just think that Pep Guardiola, from a personality perspective, if you look at Etoo, uh, Samuel Etoo, and you look at Zlatan Ibrahimovic, both have had nothing but nasty things to say about him because they weren't the kind of guys that followed the Pied Piper, which is pretty much what he needs in terms of buy-in when you talk about the kind of players that he coaches. So from that perspective, I understand why it didn't happen. I think it would have been a good piece of business for City. I mean, you got him for, what, 20 $25 million for the Cheap. still one of the best, if not the best goal scorer in the world. For me, that, that's a no-brainer, but I understand why it didn't happen if it's a personnel-based decision. So uh, I'm glad he's back at United. I understand the whole betrayal angle and everything, but I think if I was him, I probably would have picked Manchester City first because he's a guy who cares about his legacy, and his legacy is compared to none other than Lionel Messi, and that's measured in Ballon d'Or's titles, and that's about it. And he's probably not going to win the Premier League. Actually, I'm going to go out and say they're definitely not going to win the Premier League this year. So... For me, I, I think that once City said that they don't want him, I think that's only when it materialized that Manchester United was an option, and, I, and they were always going to take him. They don't have anything comparable to him in terms of what was being offered. But here's my thing. Here's my here's my response to that. Do you think that him with these young players wouldn't carry them to like the next level? I no. think it. I think I think if you put him with the Greenwoods, the Rashfords, the it, it helps them out. It helps that team out tremendously. They get a confidence boost with that type of player on their on your side. He, yeah, yeah. He he builds teams up. Like I think. I mean, he goes to good teams, obviously, but he builds teams up with his confidence. I mean, he's like a twenty-five-year-old in a what 
36-year-old body. <laughs> that man is unreal as far as, like, the longevity of his game. But I do think there is a there is an angle that people don't look at is where if he had gone to City, United would have looked that much more worse in the light of their fans. So I do think the Glazers felt pressure to sign Cristiano Ronaldo back. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. It, so, but it was cheap. It was cheap for what they. Was. I mean, it was cheap. They paid twenty million dollars for the guy who's probably arguably the best striker in the league. But going back to your other point, they still can't compete even with this for the title. They have Fred and McTominay who aren't getting near any other squad in the top four. Not near any squad in the top four. Did you see the way Fred played against Wolves, which uh, Sproul's going to talk about? Absolutely garbage. So you're not going to sit here and tell me that they have near the squad depth that City has who can make two teams and Chelsea who can make one and a half. I mean, that, that, that's the reality. They're going to score goals, and he's, but, he's, but he's service dependent. He doesn't protect their back line. That's not his job. So they've made no improvement in that area whatsoever. Hold on. Hold on. If he's up there, you can Pogba can play a little further back. And I think Pogba, people might not agree with me on this, I think Pogba is the best all-around midfielder, and he could play a, a little bit better defense than he leads on. So I think with Cristiano Ronaldo on the field, he will play a little further back and send in those balls up top, and it's going to be amazing. It's going to work. I, all right, Ridiculous. Pogba playing how, center how? defensive mid. Pogba playing center defensive mid. I think it's kind of a myth. But... If he played the way he played, like aggressively against uh, what was the first game we played against Man, who did we beat? Leeds? We beat Leeds five one. If Pogba played like he did against Leeds, I think we can win the Premier League. I think everything is centered around Pogba now. Everything is centered ahead, around TJ, Pogba. Like Dude, all right, yeah, like about to explode, explode. <laughs> guys. Let's let's get real for a second here. Look. Dude, McTominay and Fred don't make the reserve team for Manchester City. Okay, they, they're never going to, they would never, no, 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 absolutely not. Do you watch uh, Fred? I mean, he is an absolute disaster. It's probably, when I was, when I, the Odegaard transfer is bad enough for $40 million. $50 million for Fred is worse. Dude, they are not going to win anything besides maybe a cup this year. Nothing, not even close. If a couple injuries happen, they're screwed. They're back to where they started. Guys, I mean, Ronaldo is going to add goals. I mean, he needs service more now than ever, but the front line is fantastic with Rashford, Greenwood. You have Bruno Fernandes. uh, You have uh, Pogba playing in balls. But that's their game going forward. Pogba has never been a guy that's protected the back line a single day in his life, and he never will be. And you don't see it for France either. You didn't see it for Juventus because he was playing with Arturo Vidal, and he's not going to do it at Manchester United. And by the way, he still has a consistency problem for his club. Where is this title coming from? Tell me. I promise you, Pogba has never been in a position where he has to play defense like that. It's if he, not his game. It, you don't. We don't know that as part of his game. You don't. You can't say it's not his game. You can't say you've never seen him play it. Football? But I one hundred percent believe with Pogba's ability, he can okay. go back and play a defensive mid role and still have that offensive presence. He can start. He can start from a CDM position and get that ball all the way up to the field to Rashford or Ronaldo, and it's going to be beautiful. I promise you that could happen. He's, he's, I promise. No, he's, ta- no. he's talented enough. He's talented enough to where if he had to do that, yes, he could. I do think he's talented enough to where he could play. He could. He would have to, have to learn it. He would have to learn it. Yeah, obviously. In order to do right, that. Yeah. yeah, he'd have to it's learn already, it. Yeah, it's already in his bag. I don't no, it's I don't think y'all know that. It's no, already in his bag. No. It's just never been showcased. No. It's not completely in his bag. It's the, I Pogba doesn't put in the effort. 
Pogba does not put in the effort. It, it wouldn't take no. that long for him to learn. But he's not that kind of guy. He doesn't have to be that guy. They have to make transfers to support him. They need to go and bring in like a Wilfred Ndidi from Leicester or somebody of that ilk and caliber. He needs to be supported. He shouldn't have to change his entire game, which, by the way, doesn't suit him. He's not going to do a 70-yard hard run back to the top of the 18 to make a slide tackle. That will never be Paul Pogba. It never will be Paul Pogba, and he doesn't have to be Paul Pogba. Look at for France. He does well when he has a guy who's committed, quality D-mid who can read the game and give the ball to him in order to distribute. That's when he thrives best. And the more they try to make him uh, fit this, this square peg in a round hole, the more they're going to suffer. I disagree with you on that. I just but I don't think we I don't well, think we have to rely playing? on Pogba. I don't think no. Manchester United has to rely on Pogba to play center defensive mid though. No, I don't think so either. I, but I, I think, think to make a transfer. It's not about yeah. having to. It's not about having to do it. Is they can do it and they should do it. No. With the team you have now, they should do that. That's not. That's not his quality. So. I don't put I don't Paul Pogba in my team to play defense. Not one you day. Want, and if you want written, Pogba no. right behind Bruno <laughs> to pass exactly. pass around control the midfield. That's what you want. And then you need another man behind him, which would have been Neves. Would have been great. I wish. So bad that we would have gotten him. But, I mean, honestly, McTominay's out already because he had surgery. Um, Fred, it was Fred against Wolves. It was just awful. (laughs) It was pretty bad. And he can't, like, body anybody. He doesn't put in the tackles. He can't keep up. He's always just like a step behind. At least against Wolves, he was. It's like some games he's good, okay? But he's never. I've never seen a great Fred. Um, so how long do you and think? He's, and he's best when McTominay's with him, I think. Yeah, but there's a ceiling. There. And yeah, there is. A ceiling. <laughs> how long do you um, think they're going to be? Out we have Matic. Matic. I mean, he's great, but he's he can't old. play six, yeah, 90 minutes. Yeah. He was great. I mean, man, you guys remember the Chelsea days, right? You know, yeah. like, oh, yeah, how good was he, dude? Shoot. Yeah. Wasn't my favorite Chelsea player. Oh. What'd you oh. say, Wendell? How long do you think they're going to be able to outscore people before that lack of a midfield is going to come back to haunt them? I don't, I don't, honestly, don't, I honestly don't know. <laughs> I, I think it could. I think when they play the heavy, the, the heavy hitters, of course, they're going to have a little problem. They play Liverpool yeah. and they play Chelsea. But when they get to play these, when they get to play Arsenal or any other team of that on that side of the table, it's gonna be it's gonna be whatever they want. They're gonna have whatever they want out there. It's just about preparing for those games. And I get you, I get you on that. How are they gonna set this up? And that also goes down to what Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is gonna do with the team because we don't understand. I don't know. I don't know if I say I'll say he's a bad coach, but I don't know if I'll say he knows exactly what he's doing with the lineups he has already. And you put Ronaldo into the into the equation, you don't really know what he's gonna. I don't really know how he manages the team. Yeah, I agree. And with that, that I mean, oh sorry, go ahead. And that and that could be what ends up destroying the team before they even really get started because nobody's gonna know. Everybody's gonna have their egos, of course. And then Ronaldo, we know he has a bit of an ego at times. It's it might it might come full circle and Ole might get sacked. Who's the bigger yeah. personality, Pogba or? Sorry, go ahead, TJ. Oh, sorry. No, all I was going <laughs> to no, say was, I mean, I, I think I think Ronaldo brings a certain professionalism. And the one thing that this team never had was none of these guys have won anything, right? Like, Ronaldo and Varane have won multiple Champions Leagues, multiple La Ligas, played in the biggest together, which is great. You know what I mean? Like, so they both probably have a, a connected, continued voice together in the locker room. 
Uh, you talk about Solskjaer uh, and Pogba having an influence in the dressing room. Ronaldo trumps them all immediately and on day one. Even Zidane had to kowtow to Ronaldo, okay? So there, there's no question as to who the man is in the dressing room. But I think that's a good thing because I think they all, from Pogba to all the young guys, they need that professional uh, model in order to see how, how he got to where he got to. You know, yeah, the winning mentality. Dude, unbelievable mentality. Unbelievable work ethic, dude. Yeah. They don't yeah. have that right now. I think, oh, I, I think that it's more along the lines of the gap in age and the, the difference in how they came up with, with football or soccer. It's like now it's the social media era in soccer. So Pogba and Lingard and all these guys have to be flashy, have to do that to be relevant. Ronaldo just had to play back in the day. But at the same time, he still had those – he had that same mentality as them. So maybe, maybe it doesn't work, maybe it doesn't. But I do think – I will make this point before I go back to you, Wendell. I think – him and Fernandez will have a connection, both being Portuguese, that will maybe keep everything calm. So we'll oh, yeah. see what happens. Going off of that, going off of that, going off of that, who takes the PKs? Ronaldo. You stick with what's working? You stick with what's working? They might switch it up, too. Yeah, I think yeah, they could switch it up. That's fair. I mean, and you can yeah. imagine there's going to be some heavy squad rotation, so they won't yeah. always be. I mean, I mean, I mean, in the marquee matchups, those two, it, if they're not. Honestly, playing, sure. I think it depends what Ronaldo wants to do. In the Premier League, does he want to go for like more goals? Obviously, like the most goals in the Premier League again, like to prove that he can do it, which I think he will. I think he's probably going to try to, you know, pass uh, our leading goal scorer right now, which I think is Rooney, with like what two hundred something, two hundred something. I'll look that up real quick. Let's pretend my name is Kurt Laser. I am not letting anybody <laughs> take a PK not named Cristiano Ronaldo. I just. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I think, I mean, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I, not, yeah, even, not, I, even, I, not even, not even, not even for winning, but for the Hold market. On. Hold on, so how, <laughs> yeah. how many, how many has Bruno Fernandez missed? Just, just, that's what I want to know. Has, has, has he missed? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, 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 I'm sure he's, he's missed. I'm he's sure he's missed. missed. One, yeah, I so, think. so I think they could probably share the duties. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I agree with you. I mean, Ronaldo is the most clutch penalty taker. Like, you know, and, and he always seems to take him in the 90th minute for whatever reason, but uh, you know, right? I mean, but but Bruno Fernandez has made his reputation in no small part based on the penalties he has taken for Manchester United. If we're being honest here, so I do think there's going to be a little bit of a discussion. There's going to be some give and take. Uh, but ultimately, if on paper, if you're honest, it's it's probably Ronaldo. I mean, like for me, but yeah, yeah I mean. Uh, yeah. For the cameras, it's Ronaldo. For the cameras, it's not even about paper. It's... For everybody. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, but... I mean, let's talk about on paper. I mean, shoot. I mean, how, how many big penalties? For the money. For you the have, money. You have American owners. you got to realize, <laughs> they don't care if they actually win or lose. First they of care all, how the owners look. aren't dictating who takes the penalties? Yes. No, I guarantee you. I, I guarantee you they're not. I don't know about that. I don't think it's That's that That's absurd. That is not happening. Not at all. <laughs> No, no, not at all. You, first of all, I don't even know if the Glazers know what a penalty is. So I, I guarantee you they did not have a boardroom discussion saying, hey, babe, when we get him, he's taking the penalty or he's not coming. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I bet you that didn't happen. You know, come I on. Gar- I guarantee you they're going to be like, you know he's taking all the set pieces, right? Like, they're straight off the bat. They want to see him in the stance. They want to see him lift the shoulders up and pull him down because that's going to make the crowd go crazy. So you have to do it. But that's not, that's not going to bring people in. Like, obviously, like, people are going to go to men. You yeah. game. It doesn't matter. Like, it's, gonna, it's so attractive, <laughs> and you're putting it back in the EPL, and they've missed it for so long. You have to do it that way. I think the first, so the first long. couple times, the first couple times it happens, yeah, obviously, like, people are going to go crazy about it. Like, all, you see all these pictures everywhere. But, like, after a while, it's like, all right, just take the kick. Like, 
Come on, so he hasn't made many free kicks in the last five years. I don't he know has, if anybody's been keeping stats. He's been horrible. It horrible doesn't matter. At set pieces. First of all, the, like, I don't think the average Manchester fan is going, hey, are you going to the Manchester United game? I don't know. Is Ronaldo taking the set pieces? I don't think that's how. I don't think anybody cares. I don't think that anybody cares at all. And frankly, if you're the manager, you're seeing what's most effective. Who puts in the best service? Who has the highest percentage on goal? That's how these things are decided in the modern game because there, there's many stats out there that say he probably shouldn't be taking the free kicks. Now, I don't really know if they have – I mean, I know Bruno would probably be the first choice still in Manchester United for the take the taker rights rule. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, but, I mean, he's, he's not overly lethal. Others. There's definitely opportunity to get in and take some for sure. But when Rashford's on his game, I would probably say he's the best free kick taker in the in the team. I agree with that. But from a distance, I think Rashford has a great point. From a distance, but I would like to. I would like to see Ronaldo hit him from a distance like he did when he was younger. You know. Yeah, I bet he would too. One or one or two. One or two. I think he could still do it. To be honest, I think he could still hit a forty-yard shot. Yeah, he's been in a slump. That's all it is. I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know. But not to kind of go off topic for a little bit, but on top of this, the the thing that I've seen on the internet that's kind of cool that I think. People don't really talk about it, is the U12 team's now going to have Wayne Rooney's son and Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, son. that's dope. So it's like, that's dope. I mean, obviously, I don't think. So who takes the free kicks? No. <laughs> yeah, who takes the free kicks? Who takes the free kicks, TJ? Yeah, <laughs> baby Rooney uh, or baby CR7? I'm thinking, I'm thinking CR7 since he's still playing for the club. You know what I mean? That's what I'm thinking. You know, Ronaldo's son's working out in the gym since he was like five, bench pressing and stuff practicing model poses for the contracts later on. I mean, you know, he's, he's probably drilled his kid. Wayne Rooney's kid's probably eating cheeseburgers. Wayne, <laughs> probably. Wayne, Rooney, Wayne Rooney's kid's learning, learning everything about Manchester. That boy, that boy's going to have part like his daddy. CR7 Jr. is going to be a 22-year-old in a 16-year-old's body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be huge. But, no, I mean, overall, I do think the move was, one, smart for the team obviously in a lot of ways both on the field and marketing but it it helps the league out so much more like EPL is already the highest profile league but now you get to you get to bring back that nostalgia that we had as kids I'm sure like where you get to see Ronaldo playing at Manchester United with Rio Ferdinand I mean they're obviously those players aren't there but they it brings back that feeling that emotion of the EPL back then like even with the we're going to talk about games later like some of these EPL games it felt like just because you heard Ronaldo came back to the league, it felt like they were playing with a different intensity to me, and I love that. I really, I, 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 I love it to the max. And you get, and you think about what could happen possibly with the Champions League. I don't, I don't know. What's, we'll talk about the Champions League later, but you think about him and Messi possibly playing each other again for way different teams than we're used to seeing them on. It's, like, I don't know. I just feel like with him and yeah. Manchester United, just. That's crazy because yeah. Messi ran away from home, and and Ronaldo came home. Came home. Yeah, that's, that's, I didn't even think about it like that. That's crazy. Who would have thought? That's really cool. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> I think running away is a bit harsh, but yeah. I was gonna say I was. I think he was more pushed away. He was forced but... away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was, that was on Barcelona for sure, hundred yeah. percent. I think he's at a better. Honestly, I think it's a better team. But it it's more it yeah. more goes to the right. it more goes to the rules that the league was the La league was making that it, they couldn't keep them. They couldn't. Right. They just, it would the it's portrayed one way where they just didn't want to keep it, but it's like it's hard with these new rules where they're trying to make somewhat of a salary cap. Like I said, well, no, they're me. operating a billion dollars in debt. I would be like, hell no, you're not signing him back. Are you kidding me right now? Like we depend on you people. You go under, we're screwed. You're not absolutely not. Bye. You know we can't. I'm sorry. 
You know, that, that's that's ridiculous. I mean, they, there comes a point where you got to cut them off. And, I and, and, you know, not to, again, go off topic here, but they're even sending Antoine Griezmann out on loan with, a, uh, with I think, a compelling option to buy for Atletico Madrid after a year. So they, they have a lot of work to do on their books. That's not La Liga's fault. Uh, so I, uh, one of the guys I follow, Fabrizio Romano, I mean, I trust yeah. him. Everything he says is pretty much gold. He said that uh, Antoine Griezmann will be undergoing a medical later today, I believe. So, or maybe it already happened. I don't know. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, but but Simeone's been pushing for that move. He really wants to, to no, reunite. Back. Yeah, oh, so bad, dude. I don't understand. I mean, I like him, but like I'm like, we need to move heaven and earth. But yeah, anyway, back to Ronaldo. Sorry, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah. It it, it it just it just it, it really <laughs> brings me to a point where I think this is probably the best move. The ratings are going to go through the roof. I can't wait for him to play. And you're talking about he's playing Newcastle first. No, Sorry, I, can, I can definitely wait for him to play. Like he doesn't need. He doesn't need to play the first game after, after the international break. Like he doesn't have to. No, he need, he needs to just wait. He needs to just wait. It is. I mean, we're still obviously obviously not going to win. Like there's, we don't have a single defender that can even stop Mason Greenwood. Not saying that he's bad, but like we, we don't have anybody. So, hold on. Yeah. So I mean, uh, to to the point we were talking about Ronaldo's impact here. I think this is a perfect case of. You know, these mid-table to lower-table games are something that Manchester United, in my opinion, actually struggles with because they don't have any consistent patterns of play. And what I mean by that is the ball doesn't necessarily go here, there, here, there, here, there in a way that anybody can, you know, as a player, you're in the 11 that you can predict. And that's why I think they're very player-reliant. I don't think Ali gives them that structure that we see in Chelsea, sure. Liverpool, Man City. And that's something that's going to hold them back because Ronaldo is ultimately going to be deprived service on days they can't crack the code as an 11 themselves. It's not coming from the manager. And speaking of them having not uh, that great of a midfield, Newcastle is a phenomenal counterattacking team. So once they get, through the, once they get through the midfield, you know, there's, there, could, there could be a couple goals put in, to be honest with you. It could be. You know, yeah. Thank so, God they signed Varane, though. I mean, I think that defensive unit is as good as ever for them, to be quite honest yeah. with you. They just lack yeah. protection. That's really what it is. I mean, you got, yeah. Varane's going from having Casemiro, who's been one of the best, if not the best defensive midfielder in the world for the past several years, to Fred, and uh, would have been McTominay. <laughs> so, I mean, like, right. uh, you know, it, it's definitely going to be a different challenge for him, 100%. Right. Yeah. I see this. <laughs> just okay, just saying, I oh, prefer McTominay. <laughs> I prefer McTominay over Fred. Well, there, yeah, I mean, Fred's like a wind-up tour where you get him and go. I think McCombe is way more composed, you know what I mean? And, yeah. And he, you know, he's not the best, but I certainly like I, I like. But him, he can dude. put in a tackle. He, he can, can put, really in, a put shift, in a tackle. Dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like him. I like him. I mean, yeah. But, I mean, like I said, I can't wait. I hope that you – wait, hold on. Let's call it now. Who thinks he's going to score a goal in his first game? Ronaldo? Yeah. Well, I, well, we don't know which game he's playing in, but I mean, oh, it's, I, it's Newcastle. Newcastle. I hope he does. Yeah, I do too. I, I don't want to jinx it though. I don't want to say he will. I'll say he will. I'll say he will. He will. I think he will. He will. I think it'll be. I think it'll be a PK too. That's what I think. We get from PK last week. God, I hope. How do you know that? Are you slipping? Are you slipping somebody an envelope of cash to make the foul? I mean, how do you know that? Trying to get that money in Fanduel, baby. But no, um, I, I Bitcoin. Here's a, here's how it's gonna go down. Rashford's gonna get fouled. Bruno Fernandez. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Let's say Greenwood. Whoever's gonna get fouled. Somebody will get fouled. Yeah, somebody's gonna get fouled. Bruno Fernandez is gonna walk to the spot. Ronaldo's gonna look at him like, "Come on, bro. You know, you you know." No, no, no. Fernandez. He's gonna hand him the ball like this and go. 
Here you are. Oh, Here you he's are. Gonna say, he's gonna no, He's gonna look him in the eye and say, in Portuguese, obviously, put the ball down and walk away. <laughs> that's, that's, right now. that's now it's gonna go down. It's not gonna be a discussion or a plea. You know what I mean? <laughs> <All right. laughs> or Bruno might walk back to half field because he knows it's a goal already. That's probably what he's gonna do. That's, that's, that's All right, so let's get into the uh, Champions League draw that happened. That was the biggest news up until Ronaldo, of course, went to Manchester United. Uh, before we go back, before we go group by group, what do you guys just think? Who do you think? Who do you, who's your favorite and who's your dark horse? Favorite to win it? Favorite to win it. Let me... Favorite to win uh, it. I mean, it's hard not to say PSG. PSG. Hmm, I don't know. <clears throat> it's hard not to say PSG. <clears throat> I mean. All right, well, let's go with their group. Let's go with their group first then. Manchester City, PSG, Leipzig, and Club Brugge. I think that's how you say it, Club Brugge. I will say this about Club Brugge before we even start about this group. They have great players, and they have one player that I like that's on the U.S. national team, Owen Owasi. I don't know if I said his name correctly. He played for Wolverhampton last year, and he was a great player. And I think at Club Brugge, he's going to step up and be at this whole new level and eventually be on the U.S. national team's radar. But I'm not so sure about Man City, man. I feel like at some point they're going to – they could fumble the bag in the group stages. <clears throat> I think so. I, I, I'm not, not. I'm not gonna have. I'm not gonna hold on. Hold on. Let let me, let me finish. Okay. I personally think Grealish was the worst signing for them, to be honest. And I don't think their team is. I think their team is exhausted mentally, and I don't think they're gonna carry on and have a great. uh, They're gonna have a very underwhelming season where they don't win a trophy this season. If that makes sense. Well, they've struggled in the Champions League before, so. I don't know why they would change this season with Grealish added. Uh, were they not in the final last year? Or that they were in the great? final last year. They were in the final last year, and I give them that. But I just think this year it's not gonna oh, it's not gonna pan out that way. For them. I think they might get out in the stages. I'm out. And Club Brugge goes in. They, what? F, dude, I don't think Bruges beat. You think Whoa, Bruges? You no. think Bruges beats Man City to the Champions League knockout stages? That's what you're telling me. I'm pretty sure because there was a movie with Colin Farrell called In Bruges. Yeah, yeah it's Bruges. Um, but but no, no. I mean, Curtis. I mean, like, let's be realistic here for a second. The one thing that they have that that that, that everybody in the world envies about them is that they have incredible squad rotation. So if something doesn't work, they can change out so many players from the back to the front. I don't think there's any chance that they don't get out of this group. And frankly, they're my favorite over PSG to win the group. And I'll tell you why. There's more consistency in the team. PSG have a bunch of guys who are older now, although be it marquee transfers like, you know, Messi and Sergio Ramos, they have to get integrated into the side. Hakimi has to get integrated into the side. Wijnaldum has to get integrated into the side. I don't know yet how they're going to play, and they're not going to know how they're going to really play against top competition until that game, really, because they're playing in Ligue 1. So to call them the favorites in that group I think is a bit of an overstatement, especially considering that the one thing that Man City has over PSG is continuity and the ability to rotate like no other, even though PSG has that too. I, I don't know, man. I, I actually picked PSG first, or sorry, second, and Man City first in the group. That's just me, though. Huh. I think PSG's attack is going to just tear Man City's defense up. With Messi, Mbappe, Neymar. Uh, Man City. Man City will probably dominate possession. Well, I, don't, I, mean, I, I, think I think the counterattack is the question. PSG. I, I, I thought you meant on PSG. I'm sorry. Well, dominate no, 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 the ball, no. definitely PSG. 
Well, uh, well, no, no, no. So I think I think they both could. I mean, I think it could be one of those games where it's 55-45 or closer, you know, because both have really good ball players in the side from back to front, which a lot of people look at the don't really look at the back where the possession starts. Those teams both have an east of possession against most teams around the world. So I would be very interested to see if Man City, who, if you watched last year, sat back more than normal, actually approached that game a little more cautiously, especially now that uh, Messi's playing with Mbappe and Neymar. All right, now let's go to Group B then. This is your group, TJ. Atletico Madrid, Liverpool, Porto, and AC Milan. Group of death. That's, group of death, oh, personal, personal opinion. It's between uh, A and B for group of death group, for me, I, but, I, I mean, B yeah, is yeah. very difficult. I don't know. That's very good. difficult. I, you got Milan. <laughs> Liverpool, you got for, Liverpool for sure is going to come out, but it's between... So AC you know, and AC, it's, it's between AC and um, Atletico for the see, second spot. I, I I I I don't know. I think those, I think that's wide open. Because I, I obviously I, I think more attention too. to this group because I you know like my, my team's involved in this Atletico Madrid. And the thing I'll say about it is this: is that number one, I didn't like that we drew Liverpool because not even I don't even think that team is nearly uh, as on, on form or like firing on all cylinders as when we beat them uh, back right before COVID. I don't think so at all, especially with the loss of Ronaldo. Van Dyke's just coming back. Firmino can't buy a goal these days. So I'm not really sure that they're as strong as they were before. But I also think that that AC Milan team can throw a wrench in it, personally. I don't know, man. Like, I I, 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 I really I look at that, and I'm like, douche. Because Atletico on the road sometimes, man, we blow it, dude. Like, I don't know what it is. I mean, we're great in those two-tie knockout fixtures or whatever that we've gotten famous for over the years in Europe. But, uh, you know, against Liverpool, they're going to be out for revenge. That's That two-year uh, memory is not going away. And then, you know, at AC Milan, it's kind of a wild card what we're going to get this year. I rate Frank Kessier really highly in the midfield at AC Milan, and I think if they string, you know, some results together in Serie A, we're going to have a tough game on our hands. What do you think, Wendell? Yeah, I might have to go to Atletico on that one, too. I just, it's, I don't know. Like, like you said, like you said, Liverpool's not firing on all cylinders. Um, you could tell over the weekend. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just want to see Atletico not make it. So I can talk, <laughs> talk, smack, talk smack with TJ. <laughs> I think Liverpool really has a chance, especially oh, yeah. with the way uh, yeah. Elliot's been playing for them. Like he's been really good he's for them, um, distributing the ball to players. But they just can't finish. Like you saw it against Chelsea. Like they can't put the ball in the back of the net right now. Um, except who did they play? Uh, Last weekend, they put three goals in, right, against whoever they played. Was it Norwich? Norwich, Norwich. yeah, which is Norwich, but still, they were able to score. Yeah. But I was expecting them to score. Like I thought, between Liverpool and Chelsea, it would be like a goal-scoring game between the two. But they both that have great was, defenses, though. That you was know, the they both have they both have very solid defenses. That, you know, especially when Van Dyke's in the in the team. You know, so I. I yeah, but Lukaku kind of made Van Dyke look. Like a little girl. Yeah, he did <laughs> to a point. I mean, he, 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 hey, he can bully Van Dyke for sure. But, I mean, when they went down to a man, I mean, like, it was 45 minutes of frustration. And also, with that game, I know we're going to break it down a little bit, but I was really frustrated they didn't play Lukaku directly when he was making those split runs across the defense. You saw them delay, delay, delay. And they had many opportunities to either play him over the top or play him in the gap as he was running across the line, which is Lukaku's game. And they just didn't do it, maybe because they're not used to it. I don't know, but... But there were a lot of wasted opportunities by Chelsea in not utilizing Lukaku in that game. All they wanted to do was serve it in the air to him. And Liverpool, of course, has Matip and Van Dyke just waiting for one striker. And between them, they're probably going to win that battle. All right, let's do right. Group C then. Sporting, 
Borussia Dortmund, Ajax, and Besiktas. Disgrace! Absolutely. Oh, this disgrace. is easy. How did they? How did they draw this group up? This is the Europa League group. <laughs> so, it's a FIFA fix, baby. FIFA no, fix. I think this is this is this is the easy one going to come out of this group. The two that are going to come out of this group, I think it's going to be Dortmund or Ajax. Yeah, I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking Dortmund and Ajax at the top. But I think Dortmund should be at the top with Holland. You know, yeah, phenomenal form right now. Yeah, he's yeah. killing it, dude. That game, that game either assists <laughs> all the goals or he makes all the goals. I wasn't right. a believer. I wasn't a believer at first, but man. <laughs> you want to believe her at first? I well, what? it's because of the it was because of the Chelsea rumors, and I was like, I don't know about this guy. And then I didn't really pay I didn't really pay attention to the games. I just saw highlights <laughs> of him. But seeing him play was just crazy to me. I'm like, oh, that man is a, man is a beast. Up, but size, speed, ball control, yeah, IQ, and he, and he can shoot. shoot. <laughs> yeah. well, are we, are, so I have a question. Are we are we so certain though about Ajax coming out of this group? Because it's not like this is the Ajax of Van de Beek, uh, De Ligt, and, and and company. This is a uh, uh, you know what I mean. Like I remember that that team was great. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, like, I, the only one I remember from that team because I haven't watched them too closely is I remember David Neres on the wing. You know what I mean? I, 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 I mean, is is that a team that's still like, you know, I, I don't know the makeup of it. So. I've just, I've just always thought of them as you know Pretty a solid decent. team, oh, but I, I, I haven't really. So who do you who? So TJ, who would you put over them? No, I'm not. I'm not putting anybody over them. I just don't have enough familiarity with the, like Besiktas. Everybody knows them for for signing people who are over the hill, but big names. You know, they have the Twitter thing going. You know? <laughs> and then uh, and then Sporting Lisbon. I mean, like they they used to make waves in the continent, but haven't for some time. So I guess it makes sense on paper. You know, I just I just I haven't seen that team play. I like the coach a lot, Eric Ten Hag, who who does like very like a, kind of almost a Guardiola like mentality at times, but. I mean, you know, we'll see. Bottom, bottom line, nobody from this group is doing anything in this uh, uh, competition of note besides, besides Dortmund. Besides Dortmund. Not, not even Dortmund. I don't even think that. I, I, don't even, I, I really don't. I really don't think so. I, I, I was not impressed with them. I was impressed with him. I wasn't impressed with them last <laughs> season. I'll put it that way. You know, I, 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 I'm ready for him to go to a real team. I'm also interested in to see how Reyna develops over there, too, because you know he's probably... Hey, I love me some Reyna. I love me some Reyna. But that team underperformed last year in the Bundesliga. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. We'll just see how it goes. But like I said, I, I, I'm always gonna, I'm always gonna root for the American guys. So I do want to see Reyna somewhat advance in the tournament. So let's go to, let's go to Group D. Uh, Inter Milan, Real Madrid, Shakhtar Donetsk, and Sheriff. I've never, I've never heard of them. But I looked them up, and they're like owned by a guy that. Uh, Owns a security company, so yeah. I guess he named it Sheriff. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Actually, I think they're captured sure. by Woody from Toy Story. but yeah no it's like that that's that's a pretty cut and dry group to be honest with you inter milan real madrid fans one caveat Uh, one caveat one caveat is that i not real madrid i mean i think that they're gonna be solid but i i I look at inter milan and the sales that they made of lukaku and the getting rid of conte so i don't know what inter milan we're gonna get this year i really don't the only thing I would say about Shakhtar is they occasionally make waves, um, you know, every couple of years in the continent. And they, they have because they buy – they're like a Ukrainian club who loves to buy Brazilians. It's really weird. But that, that's like their bread and butter and how they do it. Um, Fred came from Shakhtar, for instance, you know. So, uh, I mean, they, they – they every and Bernard, who played for Everton for multiple years. So they, they have – Really good player. Yeah, yeah. So they've, they've – they, I mean, I, I don't know what I'm going to get. I don't, I've not been following Shakhtar, but I would just keep an eye out as that being the only twist in the group. Even even Inter, like – you sell Lukaku, but they bought in Edin Dzeko. Like, I feel like they could have done a little bit better. Than How that. old is he? He's like thir- I don't know, 33, 34, maybe? I don't know. At least. But, like, I, I, I feel like they definitely could have 
they definitely could have done better. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, but they, they probably didn't have a lot though. of time. But, yeah, they, that's, that's true. Lukaku, they needed money. That's true. Yeah. yeah. All right, here's here's an. I mean, they made him. They made quite a bit of money off Lukaku. Mm -hmm. Good for them. <laughs> 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 security is important. <laughs> All right, so Group E is this is a good one to me. It's great it's one, interesting to see one. where this one goes. Bayern Munich, Barcelona, Benfica, and Dynamo Kiev. Now, I think we don't know who's gonna step up for Barcelona at this point. So we we don't know where they'll be as a team in the middle of the season. Memphis campaigns, but I, I, maybe it could be Memphis. <laughs> But we all know who's going to come out on top. We know who's going to come out on top, but I'm interested to see how they play it. Because they get to play Bayern Munich early, and that's good for them. They get to play one of the better teams, so you get to see what you are. So, I think they'll make it out, but I'm not going to go ahead and 100% put all my eggs in that basket. Because maybe Benfica shocks them. Maybe Benfica shocks everybody. I don't know. I, I, they, they played Arsenal last year in Europa, and they were impressive. And they, they should have. I mean, that was one of those legs where, like, they should have definitely gone through, but Arsenal just had that one or two players to make the difference. I don't know if it was Saka or Aubameyang or who it was, but they, they play good ball. This is a step up from the Europa League. This is a step up from Arsenal. And they Agreed. didn't get past Agreed. Arsenal, I'm just saying. you know. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Josh? Uh, as far as number one and number two, yeah. I think Barcelona's probably going to drop out early. You think I don't so? Think they, I don't think they have the like stability in the team so right who do you, so who do you think who do you think to score goals dynamo or benfica over them i would say benfica probably that's, yeah, I, I was, uh, no guys that, that i think that's a, that's a bridge too far we, why don't we i mean look they, they're not you really good. yo barcelona has not performed i don't they think they haven't performed and they're but, like, but guys like look what, i mean look frankie de jong is coming into another year pedri who is, is growing leaps and bounds they still have quality in the side jordi alba is still a fantastic left back the other guys notwithstanding I mean, like, you know, and I was surprised they let go of Griezmann because I thought he was going to be the free-roaming player. But there's still plenty of quality in the team. Depay changes the dynamic because he's a much more physical presence in there. So I think they're going to – they have to find a different way to play at times. But they still, in my opinion, have way too much quality to lose to Benfica. They, this is uh, – Depay, Depay and Braithwaite, they're going to sugar their responsibilities from what I understand, but I don't know. But, again, they still have too much quality for a Benfica side. But from what I saw last year, unless Benfica has radically changed or Barcelona has gotten that much worse, and then Anzu Fati is also back in the team. and He didn't get hurt again, did he? So I, no, I don't think so. Okay, I'm, so I'm hoping he steps up and becomes the leader yeah, of the team. He was on fire before he got hurt. I, I don't see. I, don't, I see no way how they, they beat Barcelona. Absolutely no way. And I, and they just signed one of my favorite up-and-coming up players, Kamavinka. He's a dog. No, that's Real Madrid. That was, no, he, he signed a Real, Real Madrid. Madrid. Oh, oh, you're right, you're right. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that would have been a great signing. I should have said it earlier. Yeah, that, that would have been, yeah, yeah, been something. Yeah, but, but either yeah, really. yeah, I mean, I, I, I am surprised by that Griezmann sale still, or the loan, we'll call it. Yeah, that I think they eventually have to buy him after this year because I really thought he was going to be one of the focal points of their attack, but I still see It just seems like they're getting rid of all their... Well, they have the big names. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. That's yeah, what I'm saying. And they're like in a rebuilding phase. Yeah, and yeah. Re I mean, Real Madrid is kind of going through the same thing. So, I mean, Real Madrid has you know more reliability, but I just I don't know. I'm really interested to see how they perform. Yeah, I'm, and I and I am too. Teams. I'm very interested in their identity yeah. post Messi, and I think yeah. it's something that we should all keep our eyes on. Yeah. It doesn't really matter who to, comes in second in that group because whoever it is is going to lose in the next round. So. 
Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> so, <laughs> just Bayern. Yeah, you never know. So, you never know. All right, so Group F, Villarreal, Manchester United, Antalanta, and Young this, Boys. This is the most fun group to make. Really? Explain that. Uh, so, I don't think that, so, I, I look at the, obviously, young boys, you know, take them or leave them, whatever, that's not really a factor. I look at Adelana, third in Serie A, this team has built up a reputation over the past few years. The one thing that sucks for them is that they lost Papo Gomez in the January transfer windows to Sevilla. Uh, so, I thought he was, like, you know, kind of their focal point and playmaker, but they still kicked on without him, and I think they have uh, a very good idea of who they are. They play that wingback system sometimes with Gosens, I believe, so... I, I, I like I like the team. Um, you know, I think they're going to be very competitive. I think they're going to give Manchester United all sorts of problems that nobody even realizes yet. Um, Manchester United, we've already talked about their flaws and their positives. I think that they've made a huge statement by adding those two world-class caliber players. But again, you're only as good as your weakest link, and they have one or two weak links in there that are really going to hurt them. And they also don't have a manager who I think prepares the game plans very well unless it's a straight counterattack and setting back. Villarreal, we saw them play beat Manchester United in the Europa League final. Um, they're a team that's incredibly organized with Unai Emery. I like the team. They're they're better than the sum of their parts, right? They're not like, you know, there's no superstar or anything like that, but they made a couple great additions uh, that I can talk about later with the Atletico game. I, I really, I, w- I would keep an eye on that group because I think it may come down to the last day. Window, do you think Manchester United finishes first or somebody I, else? I don't see how they don't, especially once they – once they start gelling, once they start playing with mm-hmm. each other, yeah, I, I don't see how they don't finish first. They should. They should. They should. They should. They should. should. Keyword should. It should. <laughs> it will, it'll be a good. It'll be a good warm up for them into actual competition, so that they can get ready for. A play. Oh, that's not gonna be a warm up. That's gonna be to me. This, this is, is not gonna be a warm up. They're, they're, they're definitely gonna. They're, 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 they're definitely coming under dude. pressure. Yeah. They're, they're definitely coming. So. Oh. Like, oh. A lot of, Atalanta, watch Atalanta, okay, and then tell me they're not under, because they're, they're, they're going to struggle against teams who know how to play and have a very good system with players that are actual quality, you know what I mean? Like, that's when they're, they're, they're really going to be found out, in my opinion, you know? They're going to have a couple of, they're going to have a couple, they're going to have a couple of 2-1, like, 3-2 games. Yeah, like, yeah Ronaldo, so, I mean, you know, like, I mean, you should, you should, you should, I mean, I, I, that's, that's a big deal. Like he, he, you can't over underestimate that part. You know, yeah. he might drag them out of games like he did with Madrid, where they should have lost. Right. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. To build on that, you know, we lost against Villarreal in PKs. I think De Gea missed his PK. It went to like eleven PKs against Europe, and I mean, it's a shitty way to determine the end of the game in a final. If you ask me, I think they should just play until they drop in a final. But I mean, uh, <laughs> overall, I think. Manchester United should come out on top. Villarreal should come second, but I don't know a lot about Atalanta. Um, like Tyler was saying, I mean, they could give Villarreal, I guess, a run for their money, and they might even do the same with Manchester United, but um, I don't know. With Ronaldo on the team, I think he's going to solve a lot of the goal-scoring problems, um, being in the number nine, and I don't think it'll be the same team that we you know, played in the finals of the Europa League. I think we're going to be even better, especially with like everybody playing together for one whole two whole seasons now. So, all right, let's go to group G for a minute. And this is another one that I like. Lille, Sevilla, Salzburg and Wolfsburg. I think Lille is going to get out of this because they got one guy that I love, Timothy <laughs> Wayne. Also like, also like. <laughs> side note: This might be the this might be the most. Is this the most Americans that have been in the Champions League? 
Is yeah, it, I think yeah, it is. 12 or something. Like eight. I love yeah, it. I love it. Like I love that. But Lile is going to shock this group 100%. Mark my words. I want this. I'm, I'm going to clip. We're going to clip this. Damn and it. this is going to be. Lile is going to shock the world. Somebody Tim screenshot. Tim Way is also going to have a coming out party because he's going to be a guy people finally start looking at as a real attacker. The only reason he didn't survive in PSU is because he had to play behind a guy named Kylian Mbappe. That's where you lost me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's going to have a coming out party. <laughs> I said what I said. If he's taking or leave it. But I, I am 100%. I might even get a little Lily jersey for real, for real. Like, Oof, that's bold. <laughs> go ahead, TJ. I know you want to yell. So get it out. Get it out. I, I, I don't want to yell. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if it's clear gut. I don't want to yell. I mean, I mean, I, frankly, I find this group completely uninteresting. Um, you know, I, 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 I think uh, for me, I mean, you know, the team that has the most history in European competition is Sevilla. Sevilla. You know what yeah. I mean? And they're just a, you, you know what you're gonna get. You know what I mean? Like they're not. I mean, they've had goal scoring issues, which really hinders them in the later rounds. But they normally find a way to get through it. If not, they'll go on a Europa League run and, and probably win it, given their history. You know, I think they've won, like, what, three or something in the past? It, it's crazy. So, uh, Lille is going to be interesting just because they actually tipped PSG to the title. And it's like, wow, you know, like, this is the first time you get to prove what you got now on the big stage. You know, I, it, it's going to be tough, man. I think it's going to be a lot tougher than than uh, Ligue 1, I'll put it that way. Um, the Salzburg team is not the same without Minamino and Holland, who they lost. So, I wouldn't really expect too much from them unless people underperform. So, yeah, I mean, what do you think, Josh? Uh, I mean, I really don't know what to expect from the group either. Uh, I'm kind of with Tyler with Sevilla probably coming out on top. I mean, the two German clubs, Wolfsburg, Salzburg, maybe. Uh, one of them I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying Wolfsburg. I'm saying I don't Wolfsburg. know a whole lot about them, but I mean, I've watched probably more Wolfsburg games than I've watched Sevilla games, <laughs> just because it's easier to watch Bundesliga games in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah, nah, you think Wolfsburg window? Yeah, I think Wolfsburg. Why? I don't know. But. I get the, I caught a glimpse of him actually in um in preseason because they scrimmaged at Let It Go. Roto Baku is a great player. Mbabu? Yeah, or. The right the right back, the, the winger with yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, he's fun to watch. He played he's great fun to watch. in Switzerland in the yep. Euros. I mean, but, you know, you watch them up front. They have this guy. He's kind of clever up front, Weghorst, uh, a little taller, right. I think. I mean, it, they're, they're, they got some okay pieces, but it's not a team that's going to wow anybody. And, yeah. you know, frankly, I mean, given the uh, alleged caliber of, of Lille, I mean, they, they should actually make mincemeat of Wolfsburg. In my alleged caliber. They're getting to the group of 16. Let's just put that out. Well, yeah, well, they got a cup right. group, so it's the best chance, I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah. So, so, yeah, I mean, you know, I hope they do. I hope we get to see some of uh, – your American fantasies come true, and, and yeah, there you go. <laughs> I can see it now. Tim Way, where will he go next? Chelsea, yeah. Real Madrid, Houston Barcelona. Dynamo. I see it now. I see it now. Ooh, see Col- it. Colorado Rapids. No, I promise. <laughs> okay, here's my thing. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little more in depth with y'all, with y'all on Tim Way. People, we get in this. We get in this mode with the U.S. national team, and I'm sure we'll have a conversation about the U.S. national team in another episode. But we get in this mode where we pick one player and we don't look at any of the other players around him. We did it with Landon Donovan, and we kind of slept on Clint Dempsey for a while. We're doing that with Christian Pulisic, and we're sleeping on – yes, we are. We're sleeping on Tim Way. We're sleeping on Owen Awasi. We're sl- – he sh- – and I think it's ridiculous. I think okay. it's ridiculous. Did, did he score 40 goals I think last you need season? to give – Did I miss something? Pulisic more respect. Pulisic I is give- – 
Thank you. <laughs> no, 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 but hold on, hold on. It's not just Pulisic. Tyler Adams gets a ton of love. Okay, West he does get love. He's West playing with Ronaldo. Love. Gets a He's ton of love. Probably I mean, like, our best it's player. Not, it's not just Pulisic. Reyna gets decent amounts of love for his his contributions to Dortmund. Who's saying that it's just Pulisic? It's if you if you turn on your TV, it's just Pulisic. Because uh, he's on the biggest club, and it's like you don't if you don't, you don't really watch the rest of the team, or most people don't really watch the rest of the team, or give the rest of the team a chance. I I personally think Weston McKinney is our best player. He's a dog out there. He like he's 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 what we he's the identity we need for the team. But again, I believe Way will eventually prove himself and be playing more regular time. For the but players that score goals and are more flashy are always going to be the ones that right. are in the media. So that's holistic. Yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah, like the average six-year-old isn't going to go buy a D-mid jersey, okay? It's just not going to happen. You know, like, it's just not, it's not how it works. You know what I mean? Come on. <laughs> All right, let's go to Group H, and this is the final group. Uh, Chelsea, Juventus, Zenit, and Malmo. I think this one's this pretty the worst cut, group. Yeah, pretty yeah, cut. Yeah, worst that's group. the easiest one. Zenit and Malmo are clearly going through. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah, <obviously. laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, this one's yeah, this one's pretty clear cut. Chelsea's gonna have a nice little easy, and they're probably not even gonna, they're probably not even gonna have the best players play in the group stages for real. For real. they'll they'll be they'll be cool with a tie or a loss to Juventus and just destroy Zenit Wait, and Malmo. You gotta, you, you think, you hope. Place. If yeah. Those road games are not easy. I think they don't, don't think, underestimate uh, the trip to Russia. If Lukaku, I mean, has Lukaku scored against Juventus in the yeah, Italian I'm league? I'm pretty sure he has. I'm almost positive he has. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't followed it like that. But, I mean, if he has, then he can, you know, beat their defense. That's the biggest thing Juventus has right now yeah. is their defense. I mean, right what now. I have noticed about Lukaku, and, I mean, he's always had this problem, is where he gets a little too excited on the ball and then ends <clears> up losing it. Oh yeah, he happened at Manchester. He needs to improve on that. But I do think the team, the team around him, will help him get good. I look at him the same way, I, and I'm not trying to disrespect Lukaku, but I look at him the same way I look at Diego Costa when he was at Chelsea, where the team around him is so, the, yeah, the, yeah, the team around him is so good that they just got to be in the right place, and they'll get, and they'll get, they'll get the results we want them to get. Uh, you think they're, you think they're that good? I mean, I think they're good. I think they're pretty good you know but it, i think the coach has a lot to do with how good they are right now i don't think the players some of them are out of this world by any stretch the imagination. i'm not saying they're out of this world i'm just saying yeah, yeah, like, yeah. they play well together and they they, sure do. they create they sure a do. system they create a system that allows <clears throat> i'm not going to say anybody to be your forward but you can you can not get away with not having the reason they replaced him to be fair you know right I mean, yeah. but they, they need in order to have a chance against city who once they get going in the league it is almost impossible to stop you're gonna have to go tit for tat for points and that's not an easy thing so you need a consistent goal scorer which is why lukaku had to be brought into the team it's different when you're a cup team and you're getting through knockout games and one-offs and two-legged games but then like you know the 38 game season schedule you need a guy in the high numbers for goal scores to have a chance unless you're city who spent a billion dollars you know what i mean and can have 12 goals from this guy 15 from this guy 10 from this guy you don't have that at chelsea so you really need him so where do you think juve is going to go out of the do you after the after the group stage because obviously they're going to uh, where do you think they go in the knockout rounds depends if they Bar? get first or second and if they you know what i mean i, I it's not the same juventus man it's just not Dybala better step up big time uh, I, I don't. I mean, they did. They how did they do in Serie A last year? I mean, you know, they got destroyed by freaking Inter Milan, ninety-one points. Like, uh, they, they, they're 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 not the same Juventus that we're that we're used to knowing and loving. 
That's fair. That's fair. But I'm 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 gonna definitely keep an eye out again because another yeah. American, Weston McKinney. So I gotta I gotta watch. Who might not even oh, yeah. be there, depending on how old. you gonna road against him? Right. Who wanted him again? Yeah. yeah. Who wants who, him? Yeah. Who, who, uh, Tottenham. I Tottenham. I think That'd so. Be an interesting yeah. One for yeah. Sure. I, I, yeah. I can see him at Tottenham. Great coach. Great coach. Yeah. Oh yeah. Great coach. You know. I, I wouldn't mind seeing him in the, in the Premier League. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. The Wolves Wolves team fell apart. Not to you mean, get you too mean stuck Portugal, on the Wolves. Portugal. Yeah, Portugal <laughs> team. <laughs> they were so good. Yeah. If Jimenez didn't get injured, I know. Saying, I, hear I tell you. this to yeah. everybody. Yeah. I think. I think great. they probably could have finished third. All right. So wait, before wait, we get wait, out of third. here, hold on. Wait, wait, okay. Third place. Third. Third. Yes. The they were really good. They two were, seasons ago. Good, but dang, third. <laughs> they were scoring some goals, man. I think they could have finished the top oh, what, in top five in the Premier League, easy. West Ham was in the top five. Yeah, because Lingard train <laughs> ran away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was like, oh, he's, he's pretty good, huh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that wasn't a fluke a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before we get out of here, let's talk about what games we liked from last week that. Kind of sit with us. I'll let you go first. Window. Ooh. Uh. The Chelsea game. They sat back and defended beautifully for forty-five minutes, and I don't. I don't know if um Liverpool would have would have even scored with another ten, fifteen, twenty minutes. I I don't think they would have scored at all. Yeah, they 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 did they did hold their own and they yeah. Marcos Alonso, Marcos Alonso was running his tail off like they just it was it was very impressive to to watch. So yeah, like being able to being back. able yeah. to walk out of there with the tie felt like a win. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and the atmosphere of that game was electric. Like right. that was probably they the were away. Like yeah, yeah. It's hard to win an biggest Anfield game of the general. season for sure. It was the biggest game of the season so for far. Sure. So I think everybody was watching it. You know, not just Liverpool and Chelsea fans. Yeah. You know, I, I looking at that game, I think that game says more about Liverpool than it does Chelsea, actually, because we know the resilience of Chelsea. They got over the finish line and won the Champions League. So in those, you know, those instantaneous moments of, of pressure and dire situations, more than likely they're going to come through. For me, it actually shows that Liverpool has a problem in midfield, because even with the man down in those little pockets where Chelsea did possession, or excuse me, did have possession, they had way more ideas than uh, than the Liverpool guys. We just kind of knock it back and forth, no real penetration. It's kind of, you know, the front three are bust for them, in my opinion. And now, especially with Ronaldo, sometimes it make those late runs into the box to get an extra finish. And I mean, that, to me, that, that, I don't know, man. I'm just not, I'm, I'm underwhelmed. They're going to win games in a lot of games this year just off the high energy and very smart pressing that they do. It's overwhelming at times, especially the first 25 minutes of the game. But what's plan B? You know, bring Tiago on, who doesn't really have ball players like him, and people making the kind of runs that are like really suited to him. Like, so he really doesn't do anything for them because he's not the setup that's right for him. So, I, to me, I think there's a clear problem with breaking down teams, and I think Chelsea was the worst possible opponent to come up against needing to do that. Right? How did you think yeah. Van Dyke did? I think he played. Pretty he played pretty well. I think he played pretty well. I think was, he held his own against Lukaku because that was supposed yeah. to be like the battle, and I think he. I think he did. Dude, I. I my, other than a, other than a couple of runs, yeah, other than a couple of runs, Matip, 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 Matip definitely played better, I think. Oh yeah, he he yeah, did yeah. play better, yeah. but I think he more so struggled against Lukaku's size, obviously. Yeah, 
Yeah, but Matsu's the tackler in that partnership. When they play together, when yeah. I think Van Dyke was at his best before the injury was when he would play next to um, uh, Matt Tip. I think Joe Gomez, eh, hit or miss, not his biggest fan. Matsu's kind of the guy. Matt Tip's kind of the guy who goes in, and Van Dyke likes to delegate. He doesn't like to dive in all the time. He's more of the organizer, which is fine. He's still great, and he can still you know bang with most of them. But I think Chelsea actually let them off the hook with not playing Lukaku in a lot of the time. There were times where he had to defend feet with the split run a lot that he would make it Inter Milan, and they just weren't playing him. And I'm like yeah, sitting on the, the TV like, the yo, didn't come. Then I used to it. Then I used to it. <laughs> the they used to frustrated. They used to Timo. Yeah, they got to change gears. They got to change gears a little bit. Brother, give it to the other team. <laughs> All right, uh, Sproul, what game did you like the best? Uh, well, I'm a Manchester United fan, so I'm going to go over that game a little bit. But I watched the whole game, obviously, and Manchester United, um, being my team, definitely struggled against uh, the Wolves and scoring against... Uh, I feel like is a subpar defense in the Wolves. Um, I think the attack from the Wolves gave us more trouble than anything, like especially with Charore and his size. Like if you saw Fred trying to tackle him, it was just embarrassing. Honestly, <laughs> did you see on Instagram? So did you see on Instagram where Traore posted the uh, Pogba challenge and tried to like? Equated to a foul, and that's why they scored. And I was kind of oh, like, and, oh, I yeah. mean, that was and that was super controversial. And I mean, yeah, technically it probably should have been a foul, but it's cl- it is so close because it hits. You can see his shin guard move, right? But he stayed on his feet, looked back at the ref, and was like, "Oh, he's right there. Let me fall down." Like, that's what kind of was like, he wasn't really hurt, so he should have kept playing. And I think the referee did make the right call by letting the game play on because they're, I think the refs are doing a really good job of that um, this season with letting play go, even after harder tackles. Wolves just but, lack quality. I mean, quality. There's, got to, there's that fine line. Well, the Wolves, to me, just lack quality in the, in the, in the final third. They, they yeah. could get crosses in, but, I mean, they weren't going to anybody. There were... The headers weren't good. That's like, because all their all of their like solid attack went to other teams. Like they've been true. picked apart by other teams. True, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's why I thought Neves would leave. Um, I thought Jimenez would leave, yeah. but I mean he just came back from a hit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. it's kind of hard. They probably were trying to hold on at some point. Like you can only let so many people leave too before you're like, all right, hold on, we have to keep the team intact or we're gonna go down. You know what I mean? Right. But I feel like they kind of. Went too far with letting everybody go. I agree with like you. I'm totally, surprised. Totally. Yeah. I think Neves was the last one to try to jump the boat, and that's why he had to stay. Is what I mean. Yeah. You know, but but I think that I I, I do disagree with the. Uh, I mean, I, I you know, if I had to pick a team in, in the EPL, it would be Manchester United that I like you know enjoy and like kind of support, uh, so to speak. But you know, I, I look at that challenge, and, and the problem with the challenge was that the foot raises to a point where he does nick him with the studs showing partially, and so. I, I'm not saying he should have been sent off or anything like that. Some people were going crazy saying that was a red card. And I was hoping that the goal counted, by the way. But when I watched the replay, I went, Yeah, yeah, he got a fine ankle. I mean, uh, I mean, he got him. You know, he, he clearly got him. You know, the guy tried to make a meal of it too late, which I'm like, why, why, why would you go down like that after? Like, I mean, if he had reacted initially, I think he would have gotten the foul, and he should have reacted initially because it was a foul. It was a foul. But he did it. It looked stupid when he went down, and, and the ref was probably like, I think he's trying to con me. You know what I mean? 
you know? And, and Pogba was, oh, I guess it, Pogba slid on the ref's side, so it was kind of hard for the yeah. ref to see, I guess. Yeah. And he won the ball, so it was like, uh, right. why not keep going? But the follow-through was brutal. I mean, I, mean, it was, I mean, when I say brutal, I mean relatively brutal. I don't mean like, again, I don't think he should have been sent off. And he didn't even try to do that, by the way. Like, the ball, right. I mean, his foot incidentally came up, but it clearly made contact with his ankle and his stud. So I was like, that's what I was like. I, 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 could, I, I thought they were going to bring it back, and I thought he was going to receive a yellow, which I thought would have been understandable. It didn't happen, and I was like, yes, but I, in my opinion, I was like, got away with one. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. it wasn't obvious. It wasn't obvious. Right, when whatever the obvious means. Bar ref. Yeah, I yeah. 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 <laughs> Just like whatever I <laughs> An error. the boxes these days. I have no idea. That's true. Very It depends on the referee. Did very. he mean it? Sometimes it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, and then yeah. Sometimes it's and, like... And honestly, I don't think Wolves fans would care if we didn't score right after. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, okay. You know, it's well, who, just another yeah. ref letting it go. Yeah, yeah. But what do I, you think, CJ? Or, I'm sorry, go ahead, CJ. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I was agreeing with them. I mean, I, I just oh. thought that, you know. I mean, my, my the bigger problem for me, though, with that team, the Manchester United team, is I thought the game, they were very uninspiring. I uh, I think that was that that's literally indicative of, I think, the complaint that I, I have, and I think it's going to continue to you know, show itself throughout the season. I think that could potentially cost you points both in the league and the Champions League group stages. It's not a problem of quality anymore with that team, although we do all want to replace Fred. Everybody knows this. It's a problem of they don't have the man. Like, think about it this way. Holly Gunnar Solskjaer, right? What do you manage for Chelsea? Would Chelsea ever hire him? No. No, he's no. not a legend there. No. Would Manchester City ever hire him? No. And would Liverpool... Bro, Probably not. What? He's not a big game coach. Get the rival. He's trying to it, prove himself as no a coach right now. He has no credentials anywhere in a big club. No, they would not hire him. So why is he coaching for Manchester See, United? Okay, Are you okay, kidding me right thing. now? Here's my thing when we talk about Manchester United coaches. We always uh-huh. put them in a light that is comparable to Alex Ferguson, and none of them will be Alex Ferguson. I'll give you the best example of this. David Moyes. Everybody hated this guy right off the bat because he wasn't what they were accustomed to. And Manchester United fans have been spoiled with that coach for or that manager for so long that they can't be happy with what they have. I think I don't think he's the. I think Ole is shaky. I don't think he's the best coach, but I don't think he's an awful coach. Well, he's not the ill. I think he's he's being, ju- he's being judged on a Manchester United scale, and that's no, the no, no, he's not. He's being judged by his competition. Thomas Tuchel. Guardiola and Jurgen Klopp are worlds better than him. Worlds better than him. Julian Nagelsmann is worlds better than him. Those are the type of coaches you need to bring into your team. Not some guy who has never had the reins of a big club. He may be an okay man manager, but it's very clear that the players don't have a clear direction. And that's why we get mixed results from this team. And that's why we will continue to get mixed results from this team. You think if Guardiola was was coaching this team, this would look anything like it does now? You think if Jurgen Klopp was coaching this team, or Tuchel, great example, that it would look anything close to what it looks like now? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. They definitely would have brought in the well, same it, defensive it, mid. They would, <laughs> they would, yeah, well, you know, I, look, I, tra- pay a hundred million for him. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guardiola. I mean, I tell you what. I mean, he, he, he spends more money than the United States defense budget. But I mean, it's, it, but dude, in all, in all seriousness, this guy clearly doesn't have the coaching chops. Why? Because the team doesn't play in a fluid way consistently, and it doesn't play consistently. Period. All those other teams, you know what you're going to get game in and game out because they are being coached. That's what I'm trying to tell you, man. And as a Manchester United fan, I really hope, like, Ollie comes into his own. 
but it's not it's not showing up in our games. Like one game, one game will win five one. The next game will tie zero zero. The next game it could be a loss. Like it hasn't been a loss yet, but I feel like it's gonna come and it's just gonna be super like it's gonna be to a team like Young Boys. True. We played yeah. them on the fourteenth. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good. Yeah, that's a good point. Hypothetical. Seriously. Yeah. All right. So TJ, what game did you like the best? Uh, well, I mean, I'll, there were two. I mean, like, you know, but I, I feel like, you know, the Man City-Arsenal game, I feel like there's a million talking points, not because I want to slag off Arsenal, but I just think there's some clear again, again, again to about the club. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not going to do it just because, you know, I mean, if we have time and you want to go over that game, I'd, I'd be happy to contribute to that, but I won't do it for the, for the moment. I actually, uh, you know, of the games I watched, Atletico Villarreal was a very compelling game to me um, for a couple of reasons. Um, you know, Villarreal is a team that we, we – briefly talked about but I kind of wanted to go over them in detail a little bit more and like I said before they're really a better team than the sum of their parts you know they're, they're a Spanish-based player team they have some inferiority when it comes to physicality and athleticism but they have a great coach who understands that and has melded his team into a, a team who executes the game plan to perfection most of the time um, they bought in this guy a uh, Senegalese guy named Dia who I think has a fantastic partnership with Gerard Moreno up front you saw them in the game versus Chelsea when he had that back heel in the Super Cup. And if you watch that game, like, Chelsea's clearly a better team. And you look at it on paper and everything else. But that game, Villarreal should have won in the second half especially. And and the reason for that is they can turn up in these one-game performances. And that's kind of what their specialty is, which is why they're successful in knockout competitions. Over the course of the season, they're relying on a 36-year-old center back in Raul Albiol and a, a couple of goalkeepers who are error-prone, as far as I can tell. So I, 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 I'm interested to see what they can do. I think that once that Chukweze guy on the right comes back, the, you know, the African guy who was tearing up Arsenal in the Europa League, I think that they could be a bright spot despite their first um, three draws. From an Atletico perspective, I mean, you know, it, it's tough when you play a Real, but I thought that they did a lot of good jobs with the chance creation, which is something that I've been frustrated with in the past few seasons, not getting clear-cut chances. Now there's a different thing when it comes to finishing them, which is why I guess they brought back Antoine Griezmann. Jao Felix is recovering from ankle surgery. He's been playing hurt for the better part of a year. So I think they have a lot of great pieces. We just got rid of Saul because he can't even fit in the team. I, I think with this team right now, it's just a matter of getting the engine going, starting to click again. Um, they're two wins and one tie in the league, which is by no means bad considering Villarreal is your opponent. Um, but I thought it was a pretty great and wholesome game. I really did. I enjoyed it. Okay, that's fair. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very interested to see what happens with Atletico. It's definitely after the transfer, because I mean, it seems like they're gonna they're gonna have a really great team. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It depends. I mean, so the, the problem I have with the manager though is that, and I, and I think he's a fantastic manager. Every player is bought into what he's trying to do. They 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 play progressive football at times. Last year we moved to sometimes playing a three five two, which is very great and exciting. Champions League we went back to four four two, baby. The old bus, you know, and in time to time to party. And, and then like, and I really thought that you know, and it, some of that was due to injuries that we had uh, during the season when we were going into the Champions League, like against Chelsea in particular. We just couldn't play that because we didn't have Trippier, for instance, on the right. We don't really have that kind of wing-back presence with him and no service. So, you know, I, I just hope that he keeps trying to be a little more progressive with the team. That's all I, that's all I hope because, you know, the, the bus has gotten us to two Champions League finals and we, we lost in, in penalty kicks the last time. And I just think you're going to need a little more oomph to get through, especially this year. True, true. All right, so you guys ready? The best game I saw this, this weekend was Tammy Abraham scoring that first goal for AS Roma. <laughs> I told y'all this boy was the truth. 
And I'm telling you, when them two years is up, he's coming back to Chelsea. And you know what we're going to have? <laughs> Lukaku, Drogba, and then Abraham, Anelka, baby. Nah, he like, tweaking. Get ready. Get nah, ready. Get nah, ready. Nah. Get ready. It's coming back, baby. It's Over. He tweaking. Over. He tweaking. <laughs> it don't matter. We're not worried about, we're not worried about actual rosters. Bro. Nah. We're just talking. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm eating my wish sandwich. Let me enjoy it. <laughs> that goal was amazing. And AS Roma is going to win the league. Oh, okay. Are they? One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. They're going to win the league. Wow. They're going to win the league. All right. Because of one man and one man only, Tommy Abraham, baby. You, you excited? Did they win their first game? You might be the biggest Tammy stand in the world, other than maybe his I mom. Am. Literally. Because I see talent. <laughs> I see talent. I see talent. Nothing on him. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> I see talent. I know when I see talent, and that is talent, baby. Nobody's to be able to that. get in the to be able to he's able to get in positions that people don't understand. He's able to get in a position and be in the right place to score at all times. And that's a skill that is overlooked with forwards sometimes. I think he's just getting the ball now. I think he, before, nobody just wanted to he get is, the ball. He is, like, he is right, getting right. the ball a lot more now. Like, Tammy, but, Tammy what? my name's Kai. What are you talking about? I'm, <laughs> I'm shooting the ball, son. <laughs> I did, all, right. all right. While we're on the, the topic of the Italian league, Juventus has lost their first game and tied their Second? I didn't know that. That is Yikes. crazy. Yeah, I, I, they still finished above Roma last year. Sounds a lot like Newcastle. They're not Roma, doing Roma, it this year, Roma, baby. Roma Roma Roma. They didn't have Tammy. Roma was losing that trophy, baby. So, all right. What? Dude, can we, like, hold on. Like, what are we doing here? Like, they were 29 points off the league title last year. You're telling me that he just brings it home automatically? Tommy, like, Tommy I mean, is, I don't even know Tommy. if they signed Messi that happens. Like, dude, he's really good. He's in, a, in an inferior league, so he definitely should and will thrive. He's under he a has great size. coach. He has the size. All that's great. But dude, we, we we talk about him like he is like uh, I mean Holland or something. I mean, my God, you Tommy's know, like, in Italy, baby. Tommy's in Italy, baby. You see my hands? He's in Italy, baby. He's winning. Honestly, he's winning. You, you need to slow down on the wine because he, he needs to do a little more before you crown him the next uh, Ballon d'Or winner. I mean, my God, that's the league. That is the league for him. I, I mean, to, I like, like him. Really good. He's good. He's good. But yeah. man, I mean. He, scored, he struggled in the Premier League less. Well, less I mean, uh, to be fair, do you think he got like a consistent run of games though? Like, I mean, you know, no. I, 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 yeah. I mean, Some reason Warner was in before him. Yeah, I totally know? agree with you. I totally agree. He's going to come back a better product for sure. I don't know if he's going to so. be, you know, uh, according to Curtis, the top five players in the world. But I, I think that he's going to be he's going to be very good, and I think he's doing. Yeah. He's off to a fantastic start. Just stay healthy, keep the course, keep your head, and. I think we're going to expect good things from him. He'll get back in the England team eventually. You know, I, I, he ain't coming back to Chelsea. Step. He is. I wish he would. Speaking of England team, uh, nah, I don't want him over there. But you heard it here first. I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just... <laughs> That's where Chelsea sends all their rejects. Them to Arsenal. You heard it here first. I, I'm gonna just go ahead and say it because it, it, it has to be said. Tammy might get the most goals in the calendar year in 2022. Who said that? Uh, in in Syria, in re, in world history. Well, first during, okay, during the, practice. The, no, no, in no, 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 no. History in world history. In world history, Messi has oh, what ninety? What so calendar year? Ninety ninety five, right? <laughs> oh man, ninety one goals. He won't score forty five. I guarantee it. 
And that, that's that's highballing it big time for him. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I'm gonna just say, we'll wait for is 2022. How many, we'll how many, isn't the Italian league one of the harder no, leagues? Wait for to his score? next lifetime when he's born in Argentina and is five seven and left footed. <laughs> that, that's never gonna happen. Are you kidding me? Okay, it's 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 on record now. So when it does uh, happen, yeah, when it does, when, yeah, maybe in FIFA. That's the only way, career mode. The only way that's happening. Ninety-one goals. When it happens, I want an official statement from you apologizing to me, TJ. I want to do I want to see that. I'll do a naked lap in my in my neighborhood around the and we'll, and we'll, you know and we'll I mean? post it and we'll post it on the website too, just so everybody oh, can see. Please that. do, please do, please do. <laughs> the year he scores ninety-one goals, ninety-one goals. That you is, heard it. dude. That's that might be ridiculous. the most absurd thing I've heard in a long time. You heard it here first, <laughs> world. You heard it here first. <laughs> and they, I'm here last too. Nobody else be saying that. I can tell you that. That's that's that's, that's out of this world. Man. Wow. Tim, All right, well, he's gonna hear that bite and be like, "What?" <laughs> Ninety-one goals from Tammy Abraham. He's gonna follow me on Twitter. Like, why you put that pressure on me, man? <laughs> yeah, nah. no, no, he's not gonna write that. He's gonna write hi. No, and that's what he's gonna write is his tweet. 100%. <laughs> All right, well, this has been a great show, guys. Um, before we get out of here, let everybody know where you can find yourselves at. Let's go with you first, Wendell. Uh, yeah, at Real Wendell Jr. It's W E N D E L L J R. Instagram and Twitter. Where Where are you at on Instagram? I don't have one. No, I do have one, but it's like at Super Josh underscore J zero five H. Like it's just old and i don't really use it yeah write it down and hold it <laughs> yeah, up, hold it up. <laughs> <laughs> all right where, where can they find you at tj uh we got my only fans or what no, I'm just <laughs> i have one of those <laughs> and for ironing for ironing tips um no, i'm completely kidding um, uh you can find me on instagram at mrcyrus.com am i no, not mrcyrus.com that's not a, that's an email address isn't it <laughs> no, just uh, just at Mr. Cyrus, M-I-S-T-A-C-Y-R-U-S, no.com. That's easy. And you yeah, can yeah. find me at Common Courtesy on everything. Um, don't forget to follow us on YouTube, subscribe on YouTube, follow us on all all, all podcast platforms, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music, all that. Uh, this has been a great show. We're going to be off next week for the international break. So you guys enjoy, Curtis. and we'll be back in two weeks. I- I'm going to need a little strip at the bottom here uh-huh. with my Instagram, my Twitter. Ticker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ticker. We'll work that in the budget. <laughs> but all right. You guys take care. We'll see you in two weeks. And this has been Arc Soccer Collectors Podcast. Later. See you guys.